0: Thanks for listening to Hold Up the Book. I'm Dan Lankford and this is my podcast of sermons as well as advice for those who do what I do, sharing the gospel, preaching to churched people and unchurched people about the good news of Jesus Christ. I'm going to be using in season two these Thursday episodes as a way to give advice for other preachers. I have several teachers that I'm really grateful for that have really helped me in my preaching life. One of them is named Terry Francis, another is Don Truex, another is Kerry Keenan, another is Frederick Gray. I mean, there's just several guys that have been really kind to me and have really poured into me to help me get to the point where I am now. And as kind of a an homage to them, as kind of a an act of gratitude to them, I wanted to make sure that I pour into others' lives as well, and that I give some good advice for other preachers who want to do a good job sharing the good news of Jesus. So this is the method that I'm doing that through. And um, this, coupled with a workshop that I put on this past year for preachers in the Rocky Mountain region, Uh, this is going to be the way that I'm kind of opening up and sharing what has been some good wisdom that I've been taught, either through the Word or through faithful books or through friends who who do this professionally. In any case, I want to try to share this so that it's helpful for other people as well. And so, these Thursday episodes are going to be mostly focused on, on advice for preachers, whether young or old. Just good reminders of what we do and why we do it, and why we want to do it well. So, this first one, I wanted to talk about how we plan our preaching. This is something that's been a, become a very important thing to me, is making sure that I have a clear plan of what I intend to do over the course of a certain period of time in what I'm going to be presenting from the pulpit, as well as what I'm going to be teaching in a classroom, like in a Sunday school type setting or adult Sunday school. And so I just wanted to talk about why that is, starting with the fact that there is so much to Christianity that we have to get across if we're going to understand what Paul called the whole counsel of God when he was talking to the elders from Ephesus in Acts 20. There's a, a balance of ideas that has to be covered eventually, and and you couple that with the fact that in any, any group of people, there's a balance of personality types that I think each deserves some specific attention for how the Word impacts their lives and their hearts and their thinking. And so it's this comprehensive understanding of gospel truth, the fact that, You know, the gospel is not just one idea. It's one central idea, which is God's love of humanity through Jesus Christ. But it's that and everything else that goes with that, that has to be part of what we're teaching as those who speak for him. And so I just have tried to think about that. Like, how do I get to a point where I can cover all of it? And I don't mean every single detail of, you know, each each poetic line in Jeremiah, or something like that. But I do mean, how do we cover a significant amount of ground to be able to say, like Paul, I've covered the whole counsel of God? I think in order to do that, we've got to at least make an attempt to uh, create a balanced diet of what we're preaching and teaching. One of the preachers that I like to listen to has a kind of a catchphrase that he says every now and then, that it takes a whole Bible to make a whole Christian. And I think that's kind of his way of expressing the same concept, that we have to do our best to give a balanced perspective, a balanced diet of teaching for those who are mature in Christ and those who are immature in Christ, teaching that focuses on um, more of our response, and then teaching also that focuses more on what God has given to us. Um, I think we have to talk... You know, with some regularity about about basic Christian morality, we have to talk about worldview. We need to talk about apologetics. We need to talk about um, the- theological things like the full understanding of grace and truth and and salvation by works versus by grace and and the intersection of those two. And, and talk from the perspective of the different apostles and prophets who that the Spirit used to write the Word. Just different things like that. And above all and in all of it, we have to make sure that we're infusing an understanding of who Christ is and why he is the defining and most important part of the message of the gospel. And so it's just this whole idea that we need to make sure we have a clear balance of it. That's one of the things that makes me real passionate about planning out my sermons and classes and trying to have a clear vision for that in a way that it meets the needs of the congregation. Okay, So there. There are some real nice benefits from doing that, but those are the main reasons that I think it's important. Okay, So that being said, um, I'm not going to be dogmatic here about how to do it. It's not my intention to say that my way is the right way or the best way, but I just want to encourage as many people as possible, as many preachers as possible, to make sure that we have some sort of even just basic guidelines of how we balance out all the different things that need to be taught. Um, I don't, again, I don't think it needs to be hard and fast rules. I'm not going to be dogmatic about it. But in an effort to teach the whole counsel of God, there's got to be some forethought given and some vision for how we go about doing that. So this is my method. I'm going to talk you through it now for the next couple of minutes. And um, I'll put some examples of this in the show notes so that you can look at those and you can learn from it, maybe use it, maybe just tweak it to however it works for you. But this is my method for how I do that. Every year in October, while I've been in in full-time preaching work, I sit down with a list of all the Sundays that are coming up over the course of the next calendar year. And I, usually I'll block out two whole days for this. So I'll make the list of all the Sundays. If I've got morning and evening services, I'll put a line on each Sunday for, you know, one service gets it. Each, each service gets its own line. And I'll just work my way through kind of looking at the school calendars nearby to see when school starts and ends. Kind of looking at the typical travel schedule for the area that I'm in. Looking at the events that we have planned on our church calendar, so if we're going to have a guest speaker at any certain point, I can plan around that. Or if we're starting up a new effort like a Bible reading program or vacation Bible school or just any of those sorts of things that are part of kind of the normal rhythm of church life. And then also looking at the holidays and when when is Easter going to fall in the calendar? When is Mother's Day and Father's Day When are those going to fall in the calendar? When uh, is going to be the Sunday closest to Christmas and the Sunday before and after Thanksgiving? So that I can kind of plan some things that I'll do with each of those. So once I've made my list, then I'll consult a side list that has a rundown of all of the things that I think need to be covered that are of perpetual importance. So I want to talk about Christ himself at least every quarter More often, I'll do that about once a month. Um, I want to talk about baptism a couple of times a year. I want to talk about the importance of church attendance right around the beginning of the school year and also right around the beginning of the calendar year because people's New Year's resolutions, it's just a good time to solidify that in their minds. Um, I want to talk about the importance of good Christian morality uh, a couple of times, three or four times throughout the year, Um, and then I can plan in between all of those i can plan good times if i want to do a series and i want to really dig deep on something i can find a good place to put that in uh, where i'll be able to start it and hopefully finish it within a reasonable time frame so those are kind of my methods again i start big picture i do one year at a time and from that year i go and i plug in holiday stuff i plug in significant travel times Uh, if there's a nearby camp something like that i'll plug those in Then I'll plug in the things that are of perpetual importance. And then from there, I'll plan a series. And so that's kind of how I break mine up um, so that at least an effort has been made. Again, I'm not claiming that this is the perfect way. But at least an effort has been made to put all of that on paper somewhere and to have some guidelines for what I'm going to do in an effort to share the entire counsel of God in some comprehensive kind of way. Now, one thing that I didn't mention in that method I saved it for right here on purpose, is I also make it a point to pray about this stuff. And this is something that all of us that are preaching need to make sure that this is a perpetual part of our preaching experience and of our ministry to our congregations and to the lost, for that matter. Prayer has to be central to this. And so when I'm planning out my preaching, normally I'll start by making the list of the dates. I'll just pause right there and I'll pray, God, give me wisdom to lead these people to know you better in in what I'm about to plan. And then I'll do the same thing once it's done. You know, once I kind of have taken a day or even two and I've got everything laid in into the calendar and everything laid out the way that I think it will go well over the coming year. A lot of times I'll put it down and I'll just pause and pray again, God bless this effort that everything that I'm going to speak for your on your behalf in the coming year will be what your people need and it will help them to grow more, more like Christ. I just want to make sure that I am, am seeking his wisdom, and I'm seeking for his power and his, truly his word to work through me, even six months in advance or a year in advance as I'm planning all of that out. Because really that's what this is about, is making sure that we get it to a point where God's people are blessed by him, through the channel of us speaking for him and doing his work. I hope that in the grand scheme of of teaching his people and sharing with them that that's something that is helpful for them. I'm hoping that that's something that has proved helpful for his people over the course of time that I've been working with them. And I'm hoping that just by talking it through, it's an encouragement to other men who speak on a regular basis to one of his churches that just having a clear sense of what's important all the time and what's important over the, over the course of time helps us to see uh, some clear direction of where we can go in trying to serve him and, and to serve his people. And I would just like to finish this episode by sharing another thought about Paul and how he shared the gospel and how he shared that in a comprehensive kind of way. Uh, this is from Acts chapter 19 and verse 10. That in verse 9, you learn that Paul is reasoning daily in the hall of Tyrannus with those in Ephesus who will hear the truth. And then verse 10, this continued for two years so that all the residents of Asia heard the word of the Lord, both Jews and Greeks. And I just think over the course of time, that even, especially if it took the Apostle Paul two years and he was reasoning daily in this particular place and he's covering so much ground of spiritual discussions, It ought to reassure us that with a little bit of vision, a little bit of planning, and a little bit of prayer, we ought to be able to come up with some way to give a healthy balanced diet so that everybody who hears us on a regular basis is hearing clearly from the Word of God in a well-balanced way that leads them to more full discipleship and comprehensive faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. So I hope that's helpful to you in your efforts to hold up the book. And I pray I hope that you'll pray for me in my efforts to do that here in Colorado Springs. Check out the show notes for the examples of my planning style. Make your own. Build on it from there. Share it with others and encourage them. Don't forget to like and subscribe to this podcast. And until next time, keep holding up the book.